The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. So you're looking into TRT, but is it safe? This is the TRT Community Podcast where we discuss all things testosterone. What's going on, guys? My name is Brandon. I am the founder of the TRT community. You are listening to the All Things Testosterone podcast. I really appreciate you listening today. I hope that uh, it's beneficial in some way, that you get something out of it, that I answer some of your questions or uh, assuage some of your concerns. So we are talking about the safety around TRT. Is TRT safe more specifically? So I realized after my last episode, um, it was, is TRT safe after prostate cancer? I hadn't addressed those of you that are on the fence about TRT uh, in general. And I was speaking to the people that were already on TRT or had already decided that it was for them and were wanting to start. And I wanted to back up a little bit and provide some of the basics to those that have heard TRT is dangerous or risky. In fact, I haven't really talked to those guys much who are on the fence. Um, I had a friend of mine on that, you know, asked some basic questions, a guy, you know, from a non-TRT or perspective wanted, uh, but I wanted to dispel some of the rumors officially. For those of you that are at the beginning of your TRT research and or maybe leaning toward uh, TRT being dangerous. So is TRT safe? Honestly, it's a fair question to ask. Uh, The media in general likes to polarize things, and I don't fault you for not knowing what to believe because you're seeking information. Those at fault are the ones that uh, listen to the big headlines and perpetuate the bad information and then stop researching there. I can say that because they're definitely not searching for podcasts about testosterone because they saw one AOL headline back in 2006 about tea being dangerous, and that was the end of their research. So to be blunt, Testosterone abuse is dangerous, but abusing most, if not all things, can be dangerous. We're not talking about abuse. We're talking about therapeutic doses of a bioidentical hormone. You already have it in your body. When administered properly, you're actually safer on TRT and having optimal or normal levels than you are with deficient testosterone levels. That is widely accepted as fact within the TRT circles and amongst doctors that have taken the time to educate themselves. You probably by now know what the symptoms of low T are, so I'm not going to bother so much with those, but I do want to mention some of the potential long-term medical conditions that, uh, that can start and be exacerbated by low testosterone. Osteoporosis is one, urinary tract diseases, weight gain, we all know that, cardiovascular incidents, heart attacks, strokes, diabetes, decreased strength, which I guess the last few of these can be more symptoms, but they can also be long-term. Decreased strength, mood changes, depression, uh, and sexual dysfunction. Those are just a handful of of what you're up against long-term when your testosterone is low. And ultimately, you die sooner. You do not live as long when your hormones are not optimal. 
So to support some of these claims, I'm going to read a little bit from a research study. I'll link the full study in the show notes. Um, And I didn't just cherry pick the one study that supports TRT being safe. There are many available. In fact, I'd go as far as to say that most, if not all, credible studies done in the last five years would support TRT as safe as long as it's administered properly. So this is directly from the research study. While TRT may increase serum prostate-specific antigen levels in some men, it often remains within clinically acceptable ranges, and it has not been shown to increase the risk of prostate cancer. Current literature supports that TRT does not substantially worsen lower urinary tract symptoms and may actually improve symptoms in some men. Limited evidence suggests that TRT may initially worsen obstructive sleep apnea in some men, but that is not a long-standing effect. So some of that's true. The sleep apnea can definitely be worsened and you may need to begin using a CPAP or a BiPAP machine, but I'll tell you this, I feel better on T and even better on T with a CPAP machine than I have ever as an adult. I guess my point is there there may be things that have to change outside of just taking a testosterone injection. Unfortunately, it's not that simple, but adding testosterone and a CPAP and the benefits are profound. More from the study. TRT may result in erythrocytosis in some men. However, long-term studies have not reported significant adverse events. What they're saying about this is that your hematocrit can rise which causes your blood to thicken, essentially. You've got more red blood cells in the same volume of blood, so it's thicker. This is also true for some or many guys, honestly. But what you don't hear about in the media is that it's avoidable. You can manipulate your dosing of testosterone to reduce your hematocrit, or you can donate blood to avoid the elevated hematocrit. There are lots of things that you can do. You can eat grapefruit every day. All of these things help with the hematocrit. What you hear on the news is that some guy had a heart attack or a stroke because of testosterone, because he was probably abusing it, and because his hematocrit was sky high and he wasn't doing anything, he was throwing all caution to the wind, he was ignorant, and he was just going for gains. Therapeutic doses are low, and if they cause your hematocrit to rise, you can inject even smaller doses more frequently, and if that's still an issue, you can try grapefruit. You probably flip those, try grapefruit, then manipulate your dosing. Um, and then if it's still an issue, you can donate blood and then it's, it's a non-issue every once in a while. And I've done an episode on this, you know, people will crash their iron and ferritin levels, but you know, I think it's kind of rare. It's never been an issue for me. I've only seen it in a handful of guys that have talked about it. The conclusion of the study says the available evidence indicates that TRT is largely considered to be safe in most men with a small inherent risk of adverse events in selected high-risk populations of men with multiple medical comorbidities. The small inherent risk that they're talking about includes things like the sleep apnea and the increase in hematocrit. So it's not saying that there's a small chance you'll die. It's saying that there's a small chance that you'll have elevated hematocrit, you'll develop or exacerbate sleep apnea, that kind of thing. So I know that especially once your T is low, the hardest part is doing the research and deciding whether you should start TRT or not. I've been there, obviously. I have a close friend that's there right now. I've talked to him on the podcast, and I'm going to talk to him again in the near future about his journey. Um, I have another one that's kind of in a similar condition, so I get it. What I want to do is provide these little snippets of insight that will hopefully inspire you to keep looking, to keep searching, to keep researching, collecting information. I I want to warn you to look for actual research studies, recent 
research studies. Don't let Dr. Google decide if this is for you. Don't let some daytime television commercial about a class action lawsuit from 10 years ago make this decision for you. It can be life-changing. But also know this. If you do decide to start TRT, it's a lot of work and it can be a difficult process to get you dialed in, to get you to the point to where you know what you're doing. It's set, you know, basically in stone. It's the same thing week after week. It can take some time. There's a lot to consider and hormone manipulation is very complex. Unfortunately, it's not as simple as just injecting some tea once a week or once a month or rubbing on some gel and calling it a day. As you're T increases, some other hormones will either be elevated, others will cease to be created. So it's important that you're well-educated because there's a really good chance that your doctor isn't. And you want to be able to to know what's going on with your body. You want to know whenever you should suggest drawing some labs and looking at some numbers and what to look for and and that kind of thing because your doctor may not know. Thank you for listening to the TRT Community Podcast. You can find us online at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash TRT community. Ladies, at Essential Health, you're not just a patient. You're a partner in your healthcare journey. We'll get to the heart of your health questions, even the ones you're embarrassed to ask. We'll find solutions to fit your unique needs and lifestyle, because here, we're in it together. Feel confident in your care and in yourself. Schedule a women's health appointment with an Essentia Health provider today. Click the banner to learn more.